0: talk about the grand, booking comedian Fred Armisen, fall TV and more on this week's Hi I'm in Delaware. Hey everyone, I'm Ryan Cormier, I'm the entertainment writer at the News Journal.
1: And I'm Sharika Jagtiani, I edit 55 hours, our weekend entertainment section, and I'm a digital producer.
0: And we are back once again, I think we're on a uh, every two weeks schedule. Yes um every week it was just a little bit too much it was killing us <laughs> one <laughs> podcast a week it's like i'm tapping out I'm done. i've am done. i been doing this for a year
2: <laughs>
1: it's too much <laughs> i'm I like
0: an old cold miner <laughs> right. we have a guest here we haven't we had do. a guest in a while i know we have earl holland a sports producer here at the news journal and um welcome earl
2: uh, thank Yay! you guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad to be here I, I really appreciate the opportunity to be here <laughs>
0: So, um, you're here because you're going to be on, or I guess you already taped it, but uh, next week you're going to be on...
2: Sports Jeopardy. Sports Jeopardy. Yes, it'll be online on crackle.com. Uh, of course, a sp- uh, sports version of the game show Jeopardy, hosted by Dan Patrick. Oh, it's Dan
0: Patrick. Oh, yes.
1: even w- I know who that is. The Whiff. Uh,
0: <laughs> you yeah, don't know that. I don't much. know what that means. You're looking at me like, did you just say something disgusting? Yeah. Or? <laughs> So uh, where, how did that happen? Did...
2: It's a long time ago. It, it starts going back about a year ago. I took the online test. Uh, I watched the show. I'd say fairly much through that first season. And then I took the online test. And actually, something happened where I missed the first online test. But I guess through some luck and some serendipity, they had a retest. Ooh. Had a retest a month later. Ended up doing the, the retest a month later. 30 questions. Just like the regular Jeopardy test, the regular Jeopardy test is about 50 questions, but this one, 30 questions, you know, 15 seconds to answer each one of them. You fill in your answer. I felt like I did fairly well. Some of the things that you you never expect will come up in your mind (laughs) actually hit you. And uh, yeah, and I think I did well. I think I got out of that 30, maybe about 26. I think 26, right? And then the weight was on. I didn't expect to hear anything. Who knew if they were even going to do a second season, let alone a third season. Right. And then last May, actually a few months ago, (laughs) I like saying last May, but a few months ago, I got this email saying that we want you to come to New York City to do a contestant uh, tryout and contestant audition. I was shocked and I jumped at the chance when I had it. Right, right. You know, aside from filling out all the paperwork. The trip up there was uh, probably a great experience. I hadn't been in New York in years. Oh, okay. So it was fun the early morning ride and things like that. Right. Went up there. I feel like I did well in the audition. They had us take another 30 question quiz. And after that, I guess they graded everybody. I think it was about 18 <laughs> people in each oh, wow. session. I think there were two or three sessions that day. I was in the early morning, one at like 10 o'clock.
1: So was that like standing at a podium with other people, or um, was it just more one-on-one?
2: Oh, well, uh, first, after the test, we just had to sit at tables. And right. then after that, they took three people, and we just stood up. We had a signaling like a device. you had a lockout buttons, And they just went through a mock right. game, about 15 questions yeah. or so. They just wanted to see how well they knew how well you could function with the game and then right. after that they they stopped the game and did like a mock interview just to, to test the personality. The funny thing is a lot of people know the game. A lot of people can play and a lot of people have the knowledge. It's if you are if you have that personality that, that shines on T right, V and right. You know I, right. I
0: mean, it's like casting a uh, reality TV show right okay. so so when did you do the actual taping that we'll see
2: I went out in July I shot uh, July it was over a three day period you may not have uh, they had ten people each day
0: Is it in in New York uh,
2: and, and in Los Angeles oh, in LA, it was at yeah, the okay. Sony uh, Sony Pictures Studios oh, cool. Uh you could walk right to the Wheel of Fortune studio and huh. all everything else <laughs> uh, yeah <Better> you suck. <laughs> Um, yeah, honestly, didn't see or Vanna Jeopardy or uh, damn it, Pat. <laughs> didn't see uh, Pat or Vanna, unfortunately. Didn't see even see Alex Trebek either. They um, he Sad. was off. They they actually were off because normally I think what they do is they take regular Jeopardy on Mondays and Tuesdays, five episodes each day, and then Sports Jeopardy will go over three day period, twelve episodes each day, yeah. two before lunch, two, two after lunch. They bang them out. Yeah. yeah, and like I said, ten people. I wasn't even guaranteed to. Uh, be in that first day of recording, but they always have people there, you know, you're going to have at least maybe nine uh, people go and then the other people are held over the next day. I was lucky to actually be able to play that day, that that first taping day.
0: how was the uh, uh, working the buzzer? Some people have
2: problems with the buzzer. I feel yeah. like
0: that would be
1: my biggest hurdle. It's,
2: it's funny. It's like when I mean, you watch those old episodes of Cheers with Cliff Clavin and, and Mama's family. I had to <laughs> had to go back and look Mama's at Mama's family. Mama's family with Vicky Long. That yeah. might
1: be the first Mama's family reference we've had on this podcast. Probably won't Maybe. be the last.
2: One. <laughs> but the funny thing was, um, they actually gave us a lot of time to 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 work the the signaling devices because I heard that they changed their procedure, I guess, after the Ken Jennings thing where, you know, oh, not right. not, not a lot of people were getting a chance to Even actually buzz, use in. buzz in and practice. So what they did was, uh, they took us out. It was a whole thing. They, they spent an hour or so telling us about the game. Uh, um, and we, you know, spent hours in makeup. Um, what was that like? Honestly, <laughs> uh, it wasn't too bad. Uh, it, honestly, they put on, like, a light thing for everybody. Right. I was hoping, because I had nicked myself The day before we flew out to California, (laughs) I nicked myself and I was like, hopefully this won't show up on the camera or whatever. And then, you know, I mean, they put a little foundation on you. They always touch you up, even when you're out there doing a rehearsal. So after we all went out there, they took three people. They took the, I guess at first, they took the the returning champion and they took two other people. And you'd play maybe like a, well, they do a whole full game, but they'd they'd switch in and out. They say maybe if you start getting like two or three questions right in a row, when you start getting hot, they'll take you out, switch you out, <laughs> all right. switch you in, and then, you know, yeah. the whole micing thing. They, uh, they even have, like, things where they adjust the podium so everybody's at right. the same time. Oh, okay. Right, right. Uh, and then... <laughs> so, and, go ahead. Oh, yeah. And then, like I said, it's all about just trying to practice because what you don't see on TV um, is on the board, they actually have this light around the board that, li- that lights up. Once the question's read, that's when you get the signal oh. to goes in. Oh,
0: so what about Dan Patrick? I assume he's, uh, you know, running around like a chicken with his head cut off because they're just doing so many shows. Do you get to talk to him at all? Does he banter with you guys before <laughs> you start? Uh,
2: um, not so much. Uh, in the actually in the rehearsals, he's not there at all. Right. It's Jimmy from the Clue Crew on Jeopardy. He 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 does the game. He hosts the the mock game and practices and rehearsals. Uh, Dan will come out. <laughs> basically, Dan won't come out until basically the show starts. Uh, because, you know, wardrobe change and everything out. But right. he's actually a little more engaging than Alex Trebek is, because you see how Trebek, Trebek will shocked. say something yeah. 30 seconds, boom, move on to the next person. <laughs> Sometimes there was uh, about a good minute or two of conversation. Uh, it also helps that there's fewer categ- right. fewer questions in the game, as opposed to a regular game, it's 30, this one's 24, so that's right. minutes of, of gameplay taken out, so there's more time to talk and things like that. And you know he has a builds a good rapport. They they have the list of questions that you know things that you can tell stories, anecdotes that he can use. Sometimes he'll just go off the cuff. Right, right. After I feel like after a while it's like he just sort of freestyle. There was a, one guy who I believe that I played against he talked about a a rapping cat.
0: Nice. Yeah, a
2: rapping <laughs> did, cat. Did, did Wait, you
0: talk what? about how you work here at at the news journal.
2: Uh yeah, it actually started out. What? um Yeah, talked about I uh, worked at a newspaper because they don't like giving away free right. advertisements sometimes but um, but yeah talked about that as a sports copy as cool. sports producer copy editor it was pretty cool and uh, and when does this air uh, this will air Wednesday October 5th on crackle.com Sony's online streaming uh, channel and of course, it may go up in the morning. I'm not sure, particularly. Sometimes, if you're there at 9 a.m., it'll probably show up.
0: And, uh, and also, of course, you can't tell us how you did, or else I think uh, the Sony goons, uh, ninjas, would break through our ceiling and come take you away.
2: Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just like <laughs> other people would.
1: <laughs> right.
0: All right. Well, let's um, let's talk about what we have on our docket. Um, yes. We have a 55 hours cover story. It's
1: kind of sports adjacent.
0: That is sports adjacent, which was, uh, I believe your idea that, um, you hatched and had me do.
1: I like that you're passing the buck cause you're like, this is a dumb idea. It was yours, <laughs> which I 100% own up to cause I've wanted to do something about this for like two years.
0: So, uh, there's a new movie coming out called mascots. It's going to be on Netflix, October 13th. It's directed by Christopher guest who did waiting for Guffman best in show. Um, it's, it's not rated because it's for Netflix, but right. if it was rated, it would be an R. Like it's, a hard R. It's very body just the the trailer. Right. Um you could te- <laughs> like I was even nervous about sending it to UD, uh, <laughs> the University of Delaware because we were trying to get a photo shoot with UD, but I like did the send mascot. them the link. Yes. Um I did send them the link and maybe they watched it, and maybe they didn't. Um so I was at Frawley Stadium this week with UD and Mr. Celery of the Blue I don't Rocks, even know. And <laughs> like, we did mind some blown. photos. Um, it was a really fun and ridiculous day. But we talked to Dave Raymond, who is the son of Tubby Raymond, the legendary UD football coach. But he's also the original Philly Fanatic, which, which he did for like 15 years.
1: I had no idea that yeah. the original Fanatic was from Delaware.
0: I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, um, and he has a mascot sports company. He, right. He creates mascots. He, he teaches co- companies how to brand with mascots. So we talked with him about Delaware mascots, and we picked out six.
1: And just to be clear, these are not all sports teams mascots. We didn't get into high school sports mascots. No. We chose a few no-brainers, and also chose some uh, Weirdos. offbeat choices. A
0: little weird ones, yeah. So um, we had UD and Mr. Celery, of course, and Two Obby. Fly um, from Delaware DSU. State University. And then the three uh, wild cards <laughs> <laughs> was the Dewey Devil from North Beach um, in Dewey Beach, uh, the Bull from The Running of the right. Bulls, Dewey Beach, starboard. I sense a theme. Dewey Beach is fun. Right. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> The final one is the best one. Happy <laughs> leaf. It's a homemade <laughs> pot leaf costume that, when Delaware Normal, the Delaware chapter of the pro marijuana legalization nonprofit, started in Delaware, <laughs> so so they started three years ago. Someone crea- made this homemade costume as a kind of a goof. <laughs> they brought him out for like one march. We happen to have a photographer right. at the march and we shot it, and of course, we've been obsessed ever obsessed. since. Obsessed. But the initial one had bloodshot eyes. Like, he <laughs> looks like he's been through the <laughs> ringer. And it's like, are mascots ever supposed to look sad and depressed?
1: Well, also, that would be kind of cannibalistic. Like, are you using your own, pro- like, yourself? Like, yeah. are you high <laughs> on yourself? Like, I don't know.
2: Does he regenerate himself after yeah. using himself? Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so they've whited out his eyes, so now he looks a little bit more professional. Right. Um, and it's now the official mascot of their group. So uh, check out the paper this week um, th- to, to find out what uh, Dave Raymond, the original Philly fanatic, has to say about Hempy leaf. And
1: He was a great interview, yeah. like really some hilarious quotes and insight into these <laughs> mascots. Do you think if Hempy had a home in Delaware, it would be Arden?
0: If Hempy had a home, well, Delaware Normal does have a lot of events, or they've at least had a few I've seen at the Buzzware, right. uh, which is a stage right there in the heart of Arden. So if Hempy had to have a home, I think Arden would would be it. He would, like, live in one of those little, like, smurf mushroom houses. Like little gnome houses. houses. Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: <laughs> and just be listening to, like, the dead all day, hanging <laughs> out, just waiting until it's time for the next parade.
0: <laughs> Earl, um, uh, are you from Delaware?
2: I am actually from Maryland. I'm originally from Salisbury, Maryland. Oh, okay. And I moved up here about, about a year, year ago.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so were you familiar with Mr. Celery? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually went to a Blue Rocks game uh, a few months ago and I finally saw uh, Mr. Celery. I actually did not know it was celery. Me and my wife were wondering. Like, she thought it was celery. I thought it was a corn. I thought it was corn on the cob. <laughs> I, I honestly thought it was just a big corn husk. <gasps> well,
1: someone actually pointed out, um, and I'm, oh my gosh, I'm completely blanking on his name, that we did not look at the, uh, mascot for the Newcastle Farmer's Market which his name is, like, Mr. Market or something okay. to that effect. And he's, like, a superhero that I believe is a stock of corn.
0: Well, let's or an sh- ear
1: of corn, excuse me.
0: I've seen a lot of weird things at the Newcastle Farmer's Market. Yes. But their mascot isn't one of them.
1: I've only seen him, I think, on their website and maybe a commercial. Like, I didn't know they had a mascot, and I was very excited when I discovered they did. <laughs> so,
0: Although, there's one thing that I like in that place... Tacos? Nice. The pizza
2: place in the back. Oh. They have good slices of really? pizza. Really? I thought you were going to say the Amish donuts. Those are pretty good as well. Uh,
1: the Amish donuts are, uh, I can't even talk about them. They're delicious. But I, you have to get there early to get a good selection.
2: And just remember don't go on a Sunday because they yes, won't be there. Yes, they won't yeah. be
0: there. Um, I don't like farmers markets. I'll tell you why. Sure. I don't want to smell my pizza, then smell cowboy boots, then smell, you know. Like, octopus right you know walking through there is a um is a nightmare for my nose
1: well it's also usually crowded it's not very big so it's like i feel like you're always jostling people for like a five dollar blanket you don't need it just doesn't <laughs> it's unnecessary i feel like but the tacos are good too Tacos. I can't, I can't remember the name of the um mexican place but it's on a corner right near an entrance and it's pretty good
0: uh, Serika, want to tell everyone the big uh, surprise news that we got on this rainy, gray Thursday?
1: I thought I was imagining things.
0: Because you saw it first.
1: Yeah, I was just kind of scrolling through my Twitter feed, and I was like, wait, what? And I kind of did a double take, <laughs> because The Grand tweeted that Fred Armisen is coming. Whoa. And I think only in like a few, or no, maybe not a few weeks, maybe like six weeks. Yeah, no, tickets. But still, it's like a short tickets window. Tickets are
0: on sale this Friday at ten o'clock. It's thirty-five bucks. The show is November.
1: I think first. First, right. So right before election right day, before like my mind is blown. Day. I don't even know what's gonna happen.
0: Fred Armisen gets to break out that patented political humor of his. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> he he did play President Obama right on on, uh, on Saturday night on SNL. Night Live. Um, so yeah, so the Star of Portlandia documentary now, um,
1: former SNL cast. Yeah.
0: He will make sure that the dream of the nineties is still alive in Wilmington. (laughs) Too easy. I I didn't even write it because I've used that too many times in writing things. So I just saved it for the podcast. Mm -hmm. My horrid little joke.
1: Whatever. Is he, he's the music director for Seth Meyers. Yeah. Right. Okay.
0: He's, He's the band leader. Yeah, he has um, a lot going on, and he just did a summer tour with Bill Hader with um, a bunch of bands, and they played like pretty big venues, so um, I don't know how he does it, really. (laughs) He's an odd duck. (laughs) He is a weirdo, and you are not a huge fan. I'm a super fan, and I'm very excited, but I don't know what a a Fred Armisen show on the stage is going to be. But I think he has so much talent that even if he does a little stand-up, a little music, a little impressions, I think it's, it's going to be worth 35 bucks.
1: Here's my thing about him. I think he's talented. I think he's funny. His face annoys me. And, like, he as are a— you, per-
0: Donald Trump all of
1: a sudden? He as a person irritates me. So I don't it's like, like your face. I don't like your face. <laughs> so, like, I can't—almost can't get past my—I mean, I can— but I don't know. I just, I don't love him. <laughs>
2: um, and uh, I haven't really watched a lot of stuff, aside from Portlandian and a few things of Saturday Night Live. I have no opinion on Fred whatsoever, <laughs> But I will say he's maybe the second best. Uh, Barack Obama impression. Jordan Peele's is yeah, oh uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Actually, I think his Obama is maybe one of the weakest things yeah. he does, just because. Yeah. But he did get the uh, like the uh, <laughs> just saying uh, a lot. Like, right. I think yeah. he was the first impression where they that they really nailed him, just like kind of stretching it out because he's thinking about what he's going right. to say next.
1: Here's my thing. He was married to Elizabeth Moss very shortly. I'm a big Peggy Olson fan. I think that turned me against him. But what turned me more pro Fred Armisen was his uh, guest starring on Parks and Rec, where he was like the Venezuelan right. <laughs> like, politico. <laughs> uh, pretty hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So, you know.
0: Yeah, so The Grand with a big surprise announcement, a uh, cool show they booked. Um, I talked to one of the people at The Grand, like, what should fans expect? And they say, we've been told specifically that this show <laughs> is different every we time. don't know. And we really don't know. It's a crapshoot. What we're going to get. But uh, hopefully we'll have some SNL people there. Hopefully it doesn't sell out and puts pressure on him to have to do an interview with me to sell some tickets. Right. Because I would like to talk to him. Um, we don't really get too many SNL interviews even though he's not on the show right now. Yeah, but um, he's
1: still part of that crew. Yeah, like, he's
0: on. He pops up all, all the time. Yeah. So. All right, well, let's talk about fall TV. Let's. Because I've been locked in my bedroom, trying to get through, not trying, just it just takes a long time, uh, the second season of Narcos.
1: Oh, right.
0: I have the final episode to go, but I know how Pablo Escobar's <laughs> life ends, so I kind of know. Like... It was 1 a.m., and I just watched three in a row, and I'm like, all right, do I go for the finale? But it wasn't a show where I don't know what's going to happen, right. so Cormie went to bed.
1: That was probably a good idea, <laughs> unless you have Escobar levels of coke laying around that you can just, like, sniff to <laughs> stay up another stay nine night, hours. Yeah. Um, Is it only two se- series- seasons?
0: Um, No. They have since said that there will be more, because oh. everyone was worried, because... This season was a lot slower, not as much pop. Um, You're seeing in slow motion the downfall of his empire and it's more emotional family stuff uh, towards the end. Uh, But they said that um, they are looking to expand and maybe fast forward and go into El Chapo's world um, for the next season. That is very (laughs) exciting did a, you just do your impression of the cotton candy girl uh, <laughs> meme that went on yes. Twitter. The girl at the Seattle Mariners game. Have,
2: yeah, I have not seen. You it. seen it? Okay. I have not.
0: Um, <coughs> this girl, um, the the Seattle Mariners had a fan that um, that cameras caught. Um, so if you Google Mariners cotton candy
1: girl. It has become Ryan's go-to for when I get excited about something ridiculous. <laughs> he just sends me that screenshot, and I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm excited.
0: Um, so while I'm pulling uh, – here we go. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> I got to show you. That's her um, – <laughs> her eyes get so big. That she's
1: more <laughs> so excited. She has so much sugar <laughs> in her system. Yes. That is like me during fall TV season. Like, there's so much I don't even know what to do or what to watch next.
0: So I talked about Narcos. Let's go around shows we've been watching. You go next, uh, Sarika. All
1: right. So as I told you earlier, I watched the first episode of Designated Kiefer. (laughs) It's actually Designated Survivor with Kiefer Sutherland. But it's like a combination of 24 and some other political show with Kiefer Sutherland. So it's Designated Kiefer. So, plotline... I,
0: I love the opening idea of what this show is about. It's, it's so ridiculous. kind
1: of hilarious <laughs> and absurd. <laughs> but I have to say, by the end, I was like, oh, I want to see you next week. Okay. Like, I kind of want to see what happens right now. So, he plays kind of like a superhero, because he has glasses, and when he puts the glasses on, he's like mild-mannered, middle-aged, father of two, but when he takes them off, he's like strong leader all of a sudden, because... The whole premise is that he is secretary of housing, mm-hmm. I believe. And in the first, like, 10 minutes of the first episode, the president is like, yeah, uh, I'm going to need you to leave. So he goes to fire him. And probably because he's so just nothing, they're like, yeah, you be the designated survivor. You're the one in the bunker when all of us go to the State of the Union. Right. So everyone goes to the State of the Union. Capitol gets blown up. Designated keeper is the only one alive. So he becomes president.
2: I did have one question: Was the president by chance Gary Cole? Because uh, <laughs> he, he gave the, he gave it like the office <laughs> space uh, treatment when he mm, said, "Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: going to need you to leave now." <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it was not Gary Cole. And that would have made it amazing. And
0: don't bring that stapler. Yeah. Also, that stays here.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it was actually pretty tense. Like, um, you know, it was entertaining. Yeah, I'm no. definitely going to watch it's it again. It's definitely a popcorn show. It is absolutely <laughs> a popcorn show. It's just a mini blockbuster. Right. Um, so, I mean, fun. I'll definitely watch it again. I don't see myself getting super invested in the characters, yeah. but you never know. Um, also been watching, or at least I watched the first episode of NBC's This Is Us, which... I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you will never ever watch. Did, it's like tonight to you. Did you just blow you. By
0: Earl's turn? Are you
1: Oh, up? Well, that's I'm right. sorry. <laughs> I mean, that fine. It actually can
2: lead into the next one, but because I was gonna say. <laughs> no, go I, ahead. I, I, I did watch *This Is Us as well, and I Earl. definitely liked it. Uh, uh, Earl's the, dismissed now. The twist. The twist was. Uh, as I don't know if we can use it verbally. Shyamalan-like. Uh, yeah. At the end of the. Okay. First see,
1: one. I. Someone told me what the twist was before I watched it, right. and... It's
0: been well-reported. Uh, well,
1: I well, I stayed away from it. Right, okay. I just watched it last night or the night before, but so, someone... So, wait,
0: so so this is NBC's yes. This Is Us. Sorry, this is NBC's it's a drama, This Is Us. And it had its first episode, and it lit up...
1: Two episodes. Two episodes. the second one was last night. But
0: the first one lit up the internet because yeah. there's a big twist at the end, and it freaked everyone out. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, basically, if you liked Parenthood... You will like the show. I'm assuming you, Ryan. It's like your worst nightmare.
0: I saw a movie with Steve Martin no, a while ago.
1: That's a not the same. Those are completely <laughs> different. <laughs> anyway, I really liked it. Uh, what did you think, girl?
2: I liked it. Uh, yeah, my wife got uh, goosebumps from seeing the uh, from seeing the twist from from the first episode. Second right. episode, even more interesting. Oh. I will not say anything about that. But it, I mean. It's weird. I know there's some shows where you can sort of telegraph something coming along. Right. Uh, but it doesn't really hit you sometimes until the end. But yeah, right. that first, but the twist in the first episode, yeah, I mean, it didn't click except for, I mean, without giving too much away. Right.
1: At the very – I didn't get it. I mean, even though I knew what the twist was, mm-hmm. there was a part of it that I hadn't connected until, yeah. like, the last scene. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm so dumb. Now I get it. Why yeah. people are so surprised.
0: Is it – the calls coming from inside the house, is that the twist? Well, now you've <laughs> given it away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the very short premise of the show is that it follows, I think, three people, all of whom share the same birthday. Okay. And they're all turning 36 okay. in the episode premiere. Right.
0: Did, um, uh, do you think it's – is it targeted more for men or women, or is it – it's it's more about relationships right
2: it is yeah and, and not as much as the love relationship but just sort of like a family okay. sibling relationship okay yeah all
0: right well i i read the articles about it i read about the twist and it still wasn't enough to get me to spend was it an hour hour and a half hour. hour yeah it was um
1: former mrs ryan adams mandy moore oh right
0: mandy moore very nice Mm-hmm. um What else have you been watching?
2: Actually, uh, that leads into it. uh, Since This Is Us was sort of written by Dan Fogelman. Wanted to make sure I didn't say Dan Fogelberg. (laughs) (laughs) Dan Fogelman. uh, He also had a a role in the new Fox show, Pitch, which is about the first female uh, Major League Baseball player. And she's a pitcher. um, Uses actually sort of the same stuff as This Is Us. A lot of, without giving too much, flashbacks and Mm. things like that. And there's a twist at the end as well. Mm. I don't want to. I feel like. I I mean, it's. Now, let me use a tense. This is literally a Shyamalanian type twist. (laughs) Um,
1: Shyamalanian. And
2: and Sixth Sense uh, would be the clue. Um, Mm. But, oh. I uh, feel like I'm on a game show. (laughs) She's (laughs) dead. What is She's Dead? (laughs) Close, but it is. Well, I don't want to give it too <laughs> don't, much away. Don't give it away because yeah, I, I actually want to Here watch it. Here is an interesting thing. I, if you didn't know, that uh, Mark Paul Gossler is also in it. Oh, what? Zach I looked. was like, whoa. It's, Zach yeah. Morris? Yes. Yes. What? He plays uh, the catcher for the San Diego Padres. Shut Little
0: up. known fact. He actually beat out Screech for that role. Screech <laughs> tried.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: But they had to put him in a loony bin.
1: Yeah. Head. Well, sure. <laughs> Beating people up, like. <laughs> Going nuts.
2: Um, it made me think on an off note that is it me or does Mario Lopez look like he has a Faustian deal with the devil that he is not aged? He yeah, has not aged it's at It's like all.
0: him and Pharrell. Uh, yes. So.
2: <laughs> There's yeah. a picture of, of a show from like ancient Egypt a guy that looked just like Pharrell. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Although I must say I saw a bunch of close-up photos of Bruce Springsteen because he was yeah. in Philly for signing books because he has this book out. And that man fell into a big old bucket of Botox because that forehead you does think? not move. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say because his forehead does not move; it's like a friggin' movie screen.
1: Um, I saw Elton John last weekend, and like I went to Talk see about Elton John. Burying the
0: league. <laughs> <laughs> like personally, or yeah, a no, show? I, no,
1: like oh yes, a show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like I didn't go to hang out with Elton Sir, John, Sir Elton. I went to see him perform. Where? Hershey,
0: Hershey, yeah. I saw Neil Young in Hershey like five mm. years ago. It was in that, I assume, that yeah, arena, that like giant hockey stadium or whatever, or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. it was and weird. Uh, it, I mean, he's still great, he does all the hits, he does, all, he knows exactly what you're there for. Right. He's just a jukebox, he's just playing hit after hit after hit. Um, a little disappointed. I obviously know he's like what in his seventies yeah. now, so his voice is not It's not there, yeah. There. Um he can't hit the high notes, which is a shame. And there are like, you know, he's at the piano, there's some other dude on the keyboards, there are three people on drums. I feel like I tweeted maybe or put it on Facebook that one of the drummers looks just like Joe Biden. <laughs> oh yeah, it's I did see that. Amazing. Part of that. I did see that. Like photo. every time he came on the big screen I was just like transfixed. I was like, Joe? <laughs> uh I
0: that, mean that would be a great second, like, a job after right? vice president.
1: Second career, just touring with Elton.
0: But not, like, he has to be the third drummer. Yeah, oh, Elton yeah. John.
1: Yeah, you got to work your way up to being the first. Um, yeah, I mean, it was good. He's a great entertainer, but it's, you know, you're obviously not going to see 70s, like, 1970s Elton John. You're going to see age 70s Elton John, right. who's, like, <laughs> mostly sitting at the piano. But after every song, the part that was cracking me up was that he'd get up. And turn to each side of the audience, like each kind of four quadrants, and kind of like put his hands up like, yay, like cheer for me. How much Lion King stuff did he do? I don't think he played any Lion King. I don't even (laughs) think we heard, can you feel love tonight, which is fine. I'm not a Lion King fan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, this had a point <laughs> that started with me saying I went to see Elton John.
0: <laughs> and do we know what it
1: was? No. No.
0: I think I just. Oh yeah, I did stop you just to get more on it. um, <laughs> um Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The choo-choo train has left the station. Yeah. And no one's I in to, the... like
2: zoomed back from Mario Lopez to <laughs> to Mark Paul Yeah. What the hell? Well,
0: everyone who's listening to it now is like these idiots. Like. <laughs> oh,
1: you know what I was gonna say. <laughs> what. He just looks like kind of a portly, like, William Shatner character. Okay. Like, he looks like William Shatner's brother dressed in a Hillary Clinton pantsuit.
0: Well, they have the same hairdo.
1: They do. And the color is more like a Donald Trump color. Really? Wow. So you put those three things together, and that's what Elton John looks like. I'm surprised he
0: hasn't been more vocal about the election. Yeah. I think that would be something that would fire him up since he's a hothead sometimes. Yes. from the From the hip, yes. But um, it was a fun show. Um, has anyone seen this uh, Cinemax show, Quarry?
1: I was hoping you've been watching it. Cause I, I saw it on the I list. Did.
0: I've, I, I watched the... F- I'm all caught up. Um, I think some of the people who did Banshee are behind this, which I didn't watch that show. Um, but it's so far so good.
1: What is it about? set
0: in the '70s? Okay. Two guys come okay. back from Vietnam. Um, As far as we know, it seems like they took part or they're accused of taking part in a massacre. They come back. People hate them, throwing stuff at them. um, Yada, yada, yada. He becomes a contract killer.
1: (laughs) Oh, that took (laughs) Um, a turn that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, the plot
0: is a little ridiculous when you step back and think about it, uh, but so is Breaking Bad. You know, high school teacher becomes like, you know, it it sounds ridiculous, but uh, this really works. And uh, I think there are only two or three episodes in, uh, so I would definitely say check that.
1: I will add that to my check list. Check that
0: one out. And the uh, main guy, Howard Stern, uh, talked about this show this week, and he was obsessed <laughs> with the lead actor, has a giant lump on his forehead right here, like I guess since he was a kid, and it it doesn't go away, and it really does kind of...
1: Distract keep, you? It does keep your attention, we'll I just put it that way. totally forgot about something. What's that? Have Either of you guys watched the whole season of Vice Principals?
2: I have yes,
0: not. I have.
1: Whoa. <laughs> Talk about twists. I'm not going to give it away. Uh-huh. I. Ab- that was the most surprised I've ever been at a season finale. Wow. In I don't know how long.
0: I love the episode when she was drunk. Did
1: you? Oh my god. Oh my gym. god. It's yeah. brilliant. It's <laughs> so good.
0: After one season, Eastbound and Down is still better than it. I say. It's I a, didn't
1: watch Eastbound and Down, okay. so like I don't, I can't make that comparison. Yeah. And I would say this one was uneven, but yeah. definitely worth watching.
0: And Goggins, Goggins is oh so good. Oh my God!
1: Good. The just the <laughs> two of them by the end of the season. Yeah. So good, I mean, and they're fast. They're fast episodes. So it's like, you know, maybe eight episodes, nine total. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, both you and I have been watching uh, Atlanta, which is on FX. Have, yes. you, have you seen Atlanta, Donald Glover's show I at all? I
2: have not. I've wanted to see that, I, but I have not had the chance to do that. I've, I mean, I've been watching a few other shows on FX and FXX, but yeah. not so much Atlanta.
0: Yeah, They um, their most recent episode um, was about Justin Bieber.
1: I'm not caught up okay. yet, so I'm one behind probably. So,
0: so this week's... Um, <laughs> might be the best one so far <laughs> and 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 I love how he doesn't um he doesn't hit you over the head right. with what he's trying to say literally I don't know what he's trying to say in the most recent episode because Justin Bieber is played by a young black singer from Atlanta they never reference why he's black um so people think oh maybe he's make a statement of how people would react if Justin Bieber was black acting the way he does this and that uh, but towards the end, he, the kids start singing, and they came up with a total ripoff of um, "What Do You Mean," the Justin Bieber right? song. <laughs> it, it's so close; it's like <laughs> as close as they could get without getting sued. Um, but that show is 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 doing really well, and the circus is back on yes, HBO. Yes, I was very happy so to see that. So, if you want to see behind the scenes of um, what happened at the debate this week, I uh, was, yeah, fire up the circus. Uh,
1: yeah, if this the week. debate wasn't crazy enough. Get the behind-the-scenes look. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the one thing about fall shows; it's that uh, you try, you want to get interested and invested in them, and it, they're
0: gone. Yeah, like yeah.
2: I, my wife was a big fan of Angel from Hell last season. We were getting into it. I liked the show. Next thing you know, we're wondering why I wasn't showing up on our DVR. Um, <laughs> and then I check because I'm, I'm, I'm big on watching, looking out for canceled TV shows. Right. Um, I'm the weird guy that that you know checks out canceled TV shows. Uh, Wikipedia bits, you know, things sure. like that. But <laughs> This is why you're on Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> and and it was like, wow, I can't believe it got canceled that quickly because, you know, it, it wasn't awful. I didn't think it was awful, but then again, who knows? As- but,
0: uh, especially now, you have networks, you right. have all these streams. There's way too many shows, and there's so many good ones that what I do now is I literally just wait. I let the fall season go. Like, I pick three or four right. ones that I've heard a lot of good things about, right. and I like who's in them. And then I wait, and the ones that die, I, I never catch up on. And then once the season is done, I'll go through, right. see what did well, yep. and then I'll, I'll pick and choose. Yep.
1: Once everything shakes out, you can kind of make your choices and then just binge. Um,
0: we didn't do a podcast after analog go go We did not. Um, which was up at Bellevue State Park a couple weeks ago. Yes. Um, I was there, you were there, and we actually saw each other we at did. an event for a change. Yep. Um. So what did you think?
1: Uh, I mean, overall positive, absolutely. It was a perfect weather. Yeah. I think it's a really nice venue for a festival like that because you could get right up close to the stage. Yeah. Even when you're far from the stage, you're really not that far, um, especially with the number of people that were there. Yeah. I think they were expecting like 10,000 people. <laughs> At I think first, right. that would have been a little bananas yeah. with that size stage. Yeah. And just the way they had, a, had like beer tents and stuff set up you wouldn't have been able to see so much um but i thought it worked really well my only complaint was so i paid a little bit extra to go to the beer festival because to me like that was one of the main i mean i feel like most people you were in it for one of three reasons your friends were going the beer or the music mm-hmm. or you know some combination of the right. two i was probably like 60 percent beer 40 percent music <laughs> uh Although I did run into, I feel like. That's actually my body composition. So many people I knew. Oh,
0: that's what I thought. I just got back from the doctor. It sounded familiar. Sorry, I have to break the news to you. You're 60% beer, (laughs) (laughs) 40% music.
1: I am 20% coffee, (laughs) 20% wine, 60% television. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so the beer festival was like a certain number of uh, craft breweries, and they each had two different beers they were sampling it lasted 4 hours long and you had to pay an extra i can't remember how much I it, was, think it was like 15 bucks 20 yeah 15 yeah. 20 bucks to get it. and it in. was in the
0: figure 8 barn which yes. holds 3000 people
1: yes it was really nice outside <laughs> it was very hellish
0: inside hellishly stuffy
1: inside yeah. and stinky because some people you know beer spills right. whatever
0: and it is a barn
1: and it is a barn right all these things have smells yeah. that i don't like um and by the time I got there, which I got there about halfway through, not even halfway through, some of the beer was already kicked. Yeah, yeah, So the lines were really long. People were just going up, getting a beer, immediately getting into another line. Right, right, yeah. So the atmosphere, not so great for that.
0: Yeah, they were but working with, you know, they decided to have it there, and they are right. working what with what they had on, right. uh, on the grounds. Yeah, I had heard the same thing. Uh, And the distillery garden was outdoors, but that was also kind of away from the stage. Right. Um, In a perfect world, they would be able to have the beer garden on one side, uh, distillery on the other. You can see the stage from both. Yeah. You're outside. You're not inside. Um, Will they do it there again next year? Well, who who knows? Yeah. We have not heard. um,
1: But, I mean, if they did it there again... mm And did the same setup. I'd probably still do it okay. because my guess is they're going to improve. Oh like, yeah, like no. I trust the organizers enough that yeah. this was the first time they're doing it there. You know, that's what happens the first year; they're always kings, so like yeah. whatever. No, so.
0: there's undoubtedly going to be improvements. Yeah, um, whether they do it there or somewhere else, but hopefully they do keep it upstate. Yeah, because that was fun as yeah. hell. Yeah, and I was the, very
1: close to the stage during Preservation Hall Jazz Band, and it was very exciting
0: um shout out to steve uh from jupiter records who dj'd in between the sets (laughs) he played ween's uh the ween country song piss up a rope right before built a spill came on um (laughs) okay (laughs) that was very fun for
1: me um what did you think about what the festival
0: oh i thought Mm -hmm. it was it was really fun um i got there about halfway through the acts that i saw i saw all a preservation hall and built to spill. I saw part of uh, Talib Kweli, um, who
1: blew my mind a little bit. Yeah, yeah. By the he way. had
0: he had a live band. It was it was cool.
1: I didn't know what to expect, but I mean, you can't beat going to an event or a festival and walking away with like mind blown, right. whole new understanding of an artist and like appreciation. But yeah. that was awesome.
0: Um, I like hard alcohol, actually, so um, they only had... <laughs>
1: I like hard alcohol.
0: <laughs> they only had one hard alcohol drink right. that you could order, which was a, uh, a pomegranate. It had some goofy name. like. Yeah. A, I felt like a dweeb every time I ordered it, um, which was very sweet and tart, and I could only have one, and then I went uh, back to the beer. Uh, so maybe having a little bit more of a selection. Uh, but I didn't do the distillery garden, but there right. was where I would have cleaned up with the uh, Yeah, absolutely. With the spirits. Yes. As they say. Definitely. Um and also so we're gonna have a story about um Halloween <gasps> nec- Ooh, yes. next week because some of these haunted houses are already opening up.
1: Yes. Frightland, twentieth anniversary. Whoa. Uh this weekend is I believe their preview weekend, but it's still open to the public it's just i think closes earlier
0: so in one year frightland will be able to uh drink dogfish head
1: that's correct yes <laughs>
0: um yeah so it's their 20th year they're right on route one off of uh right off of route one in middletown you see their sign it's the gi- the yeah
1: it's like I've, a giant skull you can't miss it
0: i've never been there and i'm gonna go there to talk to some of the folks for a story um, I'm gonna go during the day and just do interviews, but we are gonna have a photographer there at night Saturday. To I get want some someone to jump
1: out at you and <laughs> scare you to death so badly. Like I want to go myself and do it, <laughs> and just like jump out from behind a
2: barn door. Brightland was actually one of the first things we actually uh, went to once we really? moved up here. Really? Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I liked it uh, definitely. Um, wasn't sure what to expect.
1: Yeah, it's like. I don't know. When I went, I didn't know. Is it going to be like kind of farmy scares? Like you go through a haunted maze, right, right? Like a haunted corn.
0: The scary house? bay, uh, hail a Bay. Yeah, hey. sorta.
2: I'm trying to, but I'm it's more
1: like how's it? You know, yeah. Yeah. like structures right, with right creepy, gored out people yeah. jumping
2: out at you.
0: So, so yeah, did uh, like uh, did you scream in in fear at, at any point? Did they get you?
2: Nope. Uh, well, my wi- my wife. Uh, my wife a little my wife jumped a little. but the one thing is when you're in a group and you have these screaming kids, the the thing that you got to know yeah. is the more they scream, the more they're going to yeah. go after you. <laughs> yeah, it's and true. Especially that's why you don't yell people's names because then they know it. Oh no! <laughs> and that's what makes it even funnier. Oh,
0: so then they'll like tap on you and be like, "Hey, Earl." Chelsea, <laughs> or like
2: that. you know, and it and it's hilarious. And you know, like I said, that's probably I try to keep a, a straight face for most of it, but the laughter from seeing people freak out was funny. But it was pretty cool. I mean, you know. It was cool. It didn't scare me, per se. Yeah, sure, you may get a little jump. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, I thought it was fun. That, that being said, just because I didn't get scared didn't mean I didn't think it was fun. Right, yeah.
0: right, right, yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, we're going to close up with a tune by uh, Wilmington indie rock band Gozer, which we have played on here before. They're playing a free show at Homegrown Cafe in Newark Saturday with Newark's fiance, yes. who just played ago, yes. who has played Firefly and also the Wilmington band most ghost is on the bill. So, so many um, ghosts. There's a lot of ghosts. Boo. Boo. <laughs> so here it is. Um this is a song about ghosts. their no. This is Gozer's song about their favorite Pixies song.
1: Oh. It's so like meta.
0: rushing nesting dolls yes. but with songs and bands. All right, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thanks for coming on, Earl.
2: Oh, thanks for having and, me.
0: And uh I, I want to say I wish you luck, but it already happened.
1: And he sits next to me, so you can just wish him luck, like, tomorrow.
0: But he does drive a brand-new gazebo to work every day, so I have a feeling we know how it ends.
1: He has a sea <laughs> dude. All
0: right, here's Gozer, and we'll see you in a couple weeks.
1: All right, talk to you later.